0: Hello, and welcome to Remember God Loves You, and I'll meet you at the finish line. I hope you guys had a fantastic day, because I know I did, because today is a day that the Lord hath made, and we shall rejoice and praise and be glad in it. And God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. You know, before we start off in prayer, um, there is something that is laid upon my heart. I just want to tell you that we have to take time uh, when somebody passes away, we have to take time to mourn their passing, but at the same time, you know, bring people together. Now, I understand with my most recent posts on Facebook, as well as other social media platforms, I have had uh, multiple mixed reactions. Some of them have been good, but majority of them have been negativity. I understand that we have. I understand that we live in a divided world. But I I challenge you to come together during this time. To support each other. To come alongside with each other, because you never know what is going to happen. You never know that your your family might be impacted. And just reach out to anyone. And I know that. My Facebook, I know that my posts and my outreach and I know that's brought some controversy. And um, I think it's respectable when we have listeners across the world that you have to unify, bring people together. So this is one way of bringing them back together is by uh, sharing and mourning the passing of the great queen Elizabeth Second. With this in mind, we're going to start off with a word of prayer. Because we're going to talk about living in forgiveness and what that's like. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together. We thank you that we can just come here and be, rejoice in your word, Lord. We know that we are in a broken world. We know that we are in a divided world. We know that you are a sovereign God no matter what. We know that we can rely upon you no matter what happens. And, Lord, during this time, help us to live in forgiveness, not being bitter at each other, not being mad, knowing that we all make mistakes, but at the end of the day, we love each other, and that you are a sovereign Father. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. So, living in forgiveness, what does that look like? In John 16, verse 33, we have, Then these things I have spoken to you, that me in you may have peace in the world you will have tribulations but be of good cheer i have overcome the world how cool is that is that so these things i have spoken to you that in me you may have peace in the world you will have tribulations but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world." What does that really mean to you? You know, as we're in a broken world, as we are in a, a decrepit world, what does that mean to you? Does it mean that we have to dwell in the sorrow of the world? And does it mean that we have to be bitter at each other and we have to be at each other's throats? No, it means that we can be good of cheer, bring people together, Bring the community together. That's what it means. That's what it means in my heart. John 14, verse 20 John 14, verse 27 also states, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as of the world gives, do I give to you. Let not let your heart not be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So I just want to tell you. The world does not bring us peace. Nothing in the world that you do brings you peace. The only reason why I know that is because I lived in that kind of a circumstance. I lived in a I lived in a life or I've lived in my past life or before I was a follower where I look onto things, drink Dr. Pepper, watch YouTube videos, watch too many YouTube videos, and thinking that would bring me thinking that would bring me peace. But a matter of fact it did not bring me peace. It brought me to this. It brought me to being depressed. Brought me to being a uh, miserable life. That's what it meant. And I definitely can tell you that when I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, there was a brand new sense of peace that flowed over my heart. That came upon my heart. That I was able to just submerge myself. And you know, if I got into any nervous situations, I could call upon Him. And I could say, oh, Lord, I need you. And oh, Lord, you are a sovereign God, no matter what happens. And that's something that I that's something that I can bring unto you, is live in a world that you, Jesus brings you peace. No worldly material, no habit can bring you peace, that you live in a world. So... The quote that I have, that I kind of pondered on throughout today, was a forgiving heart brings peace and joy. And what that means to me is, I imagine what a totally clean heart feels like. It feels like a complete peace and joy. It is an incredible place to be. Jesus promised we could get there consistently. John sixteen thirty three. I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace. So, in my personal experience, I can honestly admit that this peace is a pure bliss. I love peace, but stress, hurt, and anger, patient, uh, lack of patience, gets in the way. So, can you relate uh, to the fleeting nature? of of this state of peace Jesus promised peace I leave with you my peace I give to you not as the world gives but I also give to you let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid so let us face it let's face him we live in a broken decrepit world with people, broken people, misguided people. We struggle with fear, pride, lust, and impatience almost every day, if not, if not every hour that we are alive or each day. So what's the solution to this present dilemma? We know we are called to live in a state of peace, but we realize we tend to lose it very quickly. Here are a few things that have helped me maintain it longer and get it back when I lose it. And there's about three, top three that I thought about today. Forgive daily. You'll find as you forgive them continue the process. You will reach the state of forgiveness. Reaching the state of forgiveness means a memory is still there but the power has been removed. The memory is a mere shell that, that no longer infect us uh, or sabotage our relationships. Ask God to heal you. Forgive gets, forgiveness gets rid of the reflection, infection, but Jesus can heal you of the damage. I firmly believe in healing from trauma. Spread peace by adding value to others. The apostle Paul enlists us to join the ministry of reconciliation. Now Second Corinthians chapter five eighteen states Now all things are of God who have reconciled us to himself before Jesus Christ and has given us the Ministry of Reconciliations. So, the top three, I think I'm gonna brush over really quick again, is forgive daily, ask God to heal you, and spread peace by adding value to others. With all those in mind, with all those three uh, different tips, I can't guarantee that living in the state of peace is easy. I can promise you that God is great and He can calm any storm you are facing because you are a miracle. and God loves you and you are a child of the most living high. And there's something that when we live in those, and those are the three tips that I think I've personally lived with, those three tips are that what's gotten me through the tough storms, the tough storms of life. Of allowing me to forgive daily ask God to heal it takes over time I definitely can tell you it does not happen in the blink of an eye but what does help is starting to ask God to forgive and going up to the individual that might have hurt you that might have damaged the relationship with you that you don't see eye to eye and you ask can you forgive me Because I love you as a brother and a sister in Christ. And God is good all the time. So, with this in mind, we're going to close with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together. We thank you that we can just come here and just be in a loving area, Lord. And that you are a sovereign God. And help us to live in forgiveness of every day, forgiving each other of what we might have done wrong, or if anyone's mad at us, ask that they may forgive us or that we may forgive them. And Lord, you are a sovereign God. And during this time, we just pray that what you did on the cross was sufficient for us and help us not to forget that each and every day. You, O Lord, are a merciful Father whom we love each and every day and help us to be obedient unto you Now, give us the strength and the energy to continue the the path that you have set before us so that when we cross that finish line, O Lord, we can run into your arms. We can hear you say, well done, my good and faithful servant. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. So I just wanted to tell you that tomorrow we will be uh, doing a very special... A tribute to the 9 11, uh, the day that we will never, the day that we should never be forgotten, and doing a little history for the newer people that were probably not born back in 2001. But also just to remember, because I know that there's some people are going to skew things out of context. And so I thought just a nice to have a quick history and just a nice time to commemorate an episode for those families that were affected, not only in the states but around the world. With this in mind, remember God loves you and I'll meet you at the finish line and have a blessed day. Bye.